You're listening to the Branches HB Podcast. Oh, you can see I've got the props up here. I, once I heard Andrew goes, oh, by the way, this is also going to be families included, all the children. So I'm going, I totally get that. I got a lot of all these right here are my grandkids. A bunch of them. We have 15 of them. So we, we get the busyness. Our house had 35 people over Christmas. So we, that's just how, that's how we roll. You come to our house, if you come for just quiet, good luck. Maybe under the, under the pool water or something. You know, it's just pretty loud. So kids, what, what happened yesterday? What did you guys, what did you celebrate? We got presents. What was yesterday? Christmas. Jesus' birth. birth. That's what we celebrated. So Christmas is so important for all of us. Absolutely. Well, here's what we did. So this came to me a few days ago. I'm going, okay, I got to think of some props. I got to think some things that are going to help the parents a little bit. So you kids that have this, you have one of these. Most of you have already probably finished both sides. But if you didn't, I want you to do something. I want you to first have a parent, if they can, somebody write above their 2021-2022. Then on the top left, just put, a, you can either make a tree or just write tree. On the top right, write a leaf. And the bottom left, you may not know left, just, they'll help you. Fruit. And then the last one on the bottom right, put a cross. Kind of like this. Kind of like this. See this? Something like that. Just kind of make this little square, four squares. And then you can create that. Now, here's what I want you to do. I don't have a prize for you, but I'll high five you or give you a donut after. But I want to see what those look like after. And I want you to, as I begin to teach, as I begin to talk through a parable, I want you to begin to write down or draw or color a tree, a leaf, a fruit, or a cross, and what that will mean to you. And you can put it on both sides, any sides, wherever you want. For the rest of us, welcome. Welcome. I'm going to try to talk to everyone even from three, and I knew I, I have three to 90. You know, it's a, it's a tough group to have to deal with. But I love that. So we are all experiencing this new year coming up this week right? This 2022 is right at our door. So I'm going to talk a little about 2021 and maybe some things that you're going to look into for the, for the new year. Maybe we're going to look a little bit to the past, but before that, some of these props, I think these kids need to see some of these so that you can explain some of these. What is this? An orange. Okay. What is it? A vegetable? What is it? A fruit. Okay. What about this thing, a lemon, fruit or vegetable? What about this? Grapefruit. That is a vegetable or fruit? And then what about this one? Vegetable or fruit? Whoa, not that one. Let's see if we got it. I may have lost that one in the car. That one's gone. Yeah, it's gone. What is an avocado? Oh, the dolts. Thank you for that. It is a fruit because it has what is inside of it. 
a seed, right? So what we're going to talk about today, we're going to deal with something that deals with what this came off of. What did this come off of? <laughs> Some, yeah, a lot of ladies know what this exact is. Fiddle leaf. Came off a plant or a tree? What about this? Olive tree even, right? Thank the Lord. He just he split one off for me this morning, right off my tree. And a palm tree, right? So we have trees up here. So we're going to talk about a tree. And we're going to talk about a fig tree. And we're going to get into that. But we're going to first, I want you to think, all age groups, on a scale of 1 to 10, what would you say your year looked like? Was it a seven? Was it an eight? Was it a two? Was it a rough year? For some, it maybe was an eight or nine. Eight, okay, we're here in eight. Eight, so it was probably good. They probably got great presents. If it was a two, probably not bad, good presents yesterday. But it could be for some of us, it could have been an eight or a 10, could have been an incredible year. Could have been the most phenomenal year. Could have been your marriage just increased so much because you still didn't have to go back to that work at the normal hours and your home more. And maybe that's what it was. Or maybe it was just a great year financially for you. Or it was just a great year because you got new friendship. Or you got married. I, I, I love, can I share this, Rachel and Joe? Okay. So her daughter, she shows up unannounced of just coming on a little vacation. She comes to California. Well, she all of a sudden gets engaged. Congratulations, right? But then her, her fiancé says, let's get married today or the next day? The next day. They got married the next day. You women are going, are you kidding me? Yeah, congratulations. Now for her asking that question, it might be 8 to 10. It might be at a high level, right? That's crazy, by the way. That's awesome. Not, we, we, I met them earlier. I was excited to hear about it because I had heard a little about some of the flowers, and Joe wouldn't give anything up. He wouldn't share anything that was going on, the secret. But you know what? I, I love that we have a year to look back at. Because sometimes it's good to look back at something to understand how good we have it. And I think that's so valuable and so important. But for some of you, you might add a five. It was just kind of mediocre year, same as last year. Maybe for some of you, it's a two this year. You know, maybe this year was rough. You know, maybe due to COVID, you lost someone. Maybe financially, you were just, maybe you had to sell your house, a car, something. Maybe some of you lost a job. Maybe you saw, lost a relationship, some friendships. So I know for some, this is very difficult of a year and how you have to look back at. But I want you to realize that God has so much in store for us all the time. See, we don't have to just go to him once a year and celebrate, like Slay did, talk about his birthday on Christmas morning. We can celebrate Jesus all day, all night, in the evenings, as we wake up, through scripture, in prayer, all the time. And I'm hoping that as we get through this, that that's something you're going to begin to do into this new year. That you're going to begin to say, I'm going to place God first at everything. So how much did my life reflect that I am a child of God? If Jesus came to us on Christmas, right, as a baby, and he, at Easter, right, he rose again. He died on Good Friday and he rose again. So if, if I'm a child of God, do I speak 
like a child of God? Does it come out of my lips as if I'm a child of God? Do I act with my heart like I'm a child of God? Do I interact with others in my words and the way that my, my uh, just attitude is as if I'm a child of God? Well, as we stand at the edge of this new year, Jesus is going to tell us this parable. So look at, grab your Bibles, grab your phones, tablet, whatever you got. And I want you to look up Luke chapter 13, verses 6 through 9. Luke 13, 6 through 9. This parable is a great parable. It's about a tree. Well, now this is me. Remember, I was a landscaper. That doesn't mean I was an artist. But this is a, some form of a tree. Can you tell that's a tree? Okay, you can see it's a tree. Fine. So that's a tree, so, or my, my make of a tree. So the tree has the green leaves, right? Green leaves, it starts now if, with its fall, and right now sometimes your trees might have lost some of its leaves. They might have gone away, and they, it's gone into this dormant season where it goes, it goes to sleep. The roots are awake, everything's happy, it's just gotten cold, so it's waiting for the, new, for the new leaves to come out. Well, here's this parable. So if you'll look with me. Then he told this parable, Jesus speaking. A man had a tree growing in a vineyard. He went to look for fruit on it, but it did not find, he did not find any. So he said to the man who took care of the vineyard, which is the gardener, for three years now, I've been coming to look for fruit on this fig tree and haven't found any. Then he says, cut it down. Why should it use up soil? Sir, the man replied, leave it alone for one more year. I'll dig around it, fertilize it, and if it bears fruit next year, fine. If not, then cut it down. Let's pray. Father, as we go into this word and we just kind of basically talk about this, Help us to understand what you're trying to state as who that person that planted that tree in the vineyard. Who is that person that is that gardener? And Father, what is that tree all about? What is the figs and why is it just producing, at this point, leaves? And what are you trying to speak to us about? In Jesus' name, amen. So Jesus, as he explains this, He's saying to them, why is this tree remaining? If a fruit tree was planted in your garden, and those of you who have a garden or a house or a place that has grass or somewhere, a pot in an apartment, you could put any kind of tree, a lot of trees that would make it here, that wouldn't freeze or something, right? You could put a lot of trees that would probably make it. The plan on putting a fruit tree is for it to produce what? Fruit. Not just to be a shade tree, not just to be a true tree that takes up soil and uses the nutrients of the soil. You have to fertilize and take care. You made it for fruit. Well, that's what all of a sudden this person planted this tree to produce fruit. But three times he came back and it was just green leaves. That's all it was. Three different times, green leaves. Every time he came back, every year, green leaves. So then he says to cut it down. He said, yeah, yeah, cut it down. Now, what's the point of this? What's the point of this tree? It's supposed to bear, it's supposed to bear fruit, but it's only producing 
leaves. So now, that, it's still an important tree, right? Jesus, he's he, trying to make a real illustration here. If you look into this, what this is really trying to talk about is God planted that tree. God planted that tree in an incredible garden, in a vineyard that would produce incredible grapes, that would have a gardener that would tend it and take care of it. And so when all of a sudden, God kept coming back and he kept seeing and noticing it just had leaves. He was bothered by that because he said it's supposed to produce this particular tree is supposed to be figs. You know, and that's for us into this last year. What did you produce? God has custom made you, every one of us, your nose, your mouth size, your jawline, your hair, your receding hairline, your no hair, whatever you do or don't have. God made you that way, tall, short, heavy, whatever. That's how God just custom made you, right? We add to it a little, right? I had three or four helpings yesterday of, of food. But we help it with some of those things. But God makes us a certain way. But then so often in our lives, we just don't produce what God wants us to do. He's got this certain thing for us. Maybe it's like at one point, Dave said, I am interested in the homeless people. I'm interested in where, where do they live? Where do they go from here? How can we serve them? And so I remember him coming to, to Andrew and I and saying, what can I do? We said, why don't you go to the city and find out what they even need? We don't know if they need food and shelter. Is that the most important need? And so he went and did that. He did his homework. He began to show fruit of what God had spoke him to do. You know, and so often we often just look at a tree and go, wow, it's a tree. It still looks good. It's still producing something, but is it producing what God wants in you? And that's what the, really this parable is about because God was looking back at the Israelites and even Jesus for three years, he came and gave that gospel. Hey, I'm here. Jesus is here, right? And the Pharisees and Sadducees, they weren't listening to it. They're about law, right? He kept coming back saying, guys, you're not hearing me. You're not noticing the fruit. And so often we, we draw to that. We become a part of something like that. And we, Jesus wants to be the gardener in our lives. He truly wants to be that gardener in our lives. But do we let him? Colossians 2, 6 through 7 says, you have accepted Christ Jesus as your Lord. Now keep on following him. He says, plant your roots in Christ and let him be the foundation of your life. Be strong in your faith, just as you were taught, and be grateful. As God's people, we build our lives on Jesus. We should. We should build our lives on Jesus. Because you know what? He understands the garden. Jesus understands the garden. It says that, that God is up in the heavens, right? And Jesus is right next to him. And he intercedes for us on behalf of us. He hears us. He knows exactly how to fertilize the tree. He doesn't want us cut down or removed. You know, that olive, that little piece of that olive branch, I brought that tree in about 15 years ago from the olive groves in Northern California, about 40 years, olives stopped producing. 
said he just stopped producing. And, and guess what? For the gardener, a waste of soil and a waste of water because it's not producing anymore. Guess what, that, guess what he does? He either literally chops it down to the bottom and removes the roots, or like people like me, is when you come in with large equipment and cranes and you pick it up and then you plant three of them in your yard. And that structure is still an olive, but it's not producing the fruit. Ours produces, every once in a while you see some olives come on it. But you get the idea behind that? Even that gardener knew it's too important. The soil is too important. That water is too important to have something not producing. And that's what God is trying to talk about. Man, don't be a waste. Don't waste your, what God has given you. That tree that God has planted through your own personal life. You know, it's so important as this, this new year is approaching us in four, five, six days. It draws to this close. How are our relationships with others? Do they look good? Do we have a great relationship with our parents? Great relationship with a brother or sister or siblings? Coworkers? If not, go work on that. Go work on that. Start off with that. Start off with the way you talk to people. You know, when you have a bad attitude, guess what? It carries on to someone else. That attitude, the next guy's going, yeah, that is true. Man, these people are terrible drivers. Andrew talked about it, about how people can't drive. I'm from Oklahoma, so we get like sliding into snow and ice, you know. But we came back, we took our kids at one of the Christmas gifts with all the grandkids and our kids to go Disney on ice. The only one we could get for 25 was Ontario. You know where the other airport is out there? It rained the whole way there and the whole way in line and the whole way back. On the way back, we personally saw two accidents. We saw five results, two in the full slide, doing the 360 on the freeway, doing 60 miles an hour. And we're like going, oh my goodness. Sometimes even our life gets out of control. Do we trust Jesus with everything in our life? Do we truly trust the Lord with everything? Our verse as a church, do you, do you know what it is? Guess where we got branches? John 15, 5. I am the vine, you are the branches. If you remain in me and I in you, you will bear much fruit. Apart from me, you can do nothing. This is the key to connect to Jesus. You have to connect to Jesus. You have to be connected to the vine. We're the branches, and he's the vine. We stay connected to him, and then the fruit comes out. That's what we're to do. That's the picture of maturity that Jesus, as the gardener, begins to tell God. He says, hey, don't cut them down. He specifically says, wait a minute, wait a minute. Don't cut it down. Hold on. Give them time. Forgive them. If you look this up, it actually says forgive them. That's Jesus for us. So if you're looking at back at a year in the past, you're going, that year stunk. It was a two for me. You can trust Jesus that he's going to be with you no matter what. God is always going to be beside you. You have to walk with him. You have to be connected to him. You have to realize that vine will grow. That branch will blossom. 
and it will become, let's see if this works. You already saw part of that purple. There it is. It will become fruit. Oh, yes. That's for you, children. For you in the back, that's sort of like purple fruit. Guess what color of fig is? Purple. So I got a little close there. But we can become fruit because that's what God made for each one of us to become. Don't just waste the soil. Don't just go, it was another bad year. That's your excuse. That's not God's. He wants to produce in us. He wants to give us so much more. I want you to close your eyes and bow your heads. And I want you to just think about this. 2022 is just days ahead of us. You can be sure of this. Jesus waits for us. The spade in his hand, wheelbarrow by his side, ready to bring into the 2022. It's very much a promise for us. Do we recognize that he's with us? Do we recognize that he is that gardener that tends to us, that fertilizes us, that waters us, that cares for us, that notices us in a car accident, and he stops us before something could be worse? He helps us know things in our life when we're just questioning. We, and we have questions like, what do I do if this doctor says this or that? We just have to trust in God. We have to thank him for his goodness in giving me and you one more year of grace. See, that's the key, is we understand grace. God's riches at Christ's expense. Grace spelled out. God's riches at Christ's expense. God gave his best, his one and only son, Jesus, to die for us, to live for us, to dwell with us. I want you to look at this picture. I was in a bookstore years ago, and I stood for 15, 20, maybe 30 minutes and stared at this picture because I kept seeing myself. The kid that was strung in drugs and alcohol and dealing drugs. Sorry, kids, you're hearing that from Grandpa. So your parents can explain that, or maybe that'll be a long talk later. <laughs> but I was messed up, and I remember staring at this picture, and I saw Jesus holding me, and I was holding the spike, and I was holding the mallet that took him to the cross. And this, I just stood. You see that? Can you see where he's just holding him? That's us. That's me and you. He's holding us. We took him to the cross, right? Every one of us were with sin from birth. Jesus, the gardener, let me hold you. Let me take you in my arms. Let me love you. Let me fertilize you. Let me make you exactly the tree that I made. And then you're going to produce fruit. And then he's going to continue to show his grace to you. Let's pray. Father,
Thank you for the picture that we just looked at. Because that is a perfect picture of you, Jesus. You are the gardener. But we know that, God, you're the one that established the heavens and the earth. You made everything. As I looked this morning, I looked up into the mountains, I saw the white snow caps. That was something you formed. That's something that you made, Father. You made those mountains. You produced that water to turn cold and turn into snow. You make us, Father, into the image that you want of us. We love you. So what fruit for each one of us, Lord, are you looking for us to to be? Maybe it's that Galatians 5, Father. Maybe you're saying, hey, start with the fruits of the Spirit. How's my love, my joy, my peace, my patience, my gentleness, my faithfulness, my self-control? Maybe one of those I need to work on this year. Maybe that's one area I can ripen that fruit. You can ripen that fruit. Maybe it's self-control. Maybe I just fly off the handle fast. Maybe it is patience. Maybe it's just to love my neighbor. Maybe it's to love my spouse. Father, help us to understand what you're trying to speak us about. Remind us, Father, over and over again of that fruit that I held up earlier. Each one of those fruits have a seed in them. What I love, Father, about a seed it is, is a seed is made to reproduce. And as Andrew talked about a few weeks ago, Father, I know that he talked about the acorn of an oak tree. One oak tree can produce tens of thousands of acorns. There can be tens of thousands of trees. There can be millions of trees through a short time. And Father, that's what you produce in us, a fruit. That can, be, that can be moved out and become such an incredible thing, Father. And all of a sudden, we can be a disciple, and then we can disciple others. And all of a sudden, we see Andrew's neighborhood of like 40 people up here taking a picture two days ago after the, the Christmas Eve service and realize that's what happens when seed goes around and becomes a part of people's lives. So, Father molding us, making us an image of who you are. If we're not believers and we've never accepted you as Lord and Savior, help us to realize all we have to do is say, Jesus, come into my life. Forgive me for my sins. Thank you that you went to the cross for me. And I know that you resurrected third day later for my sins. And now I want to live that life of joy in that time with you. In Jesus' name, amen. Thanks so much for listening to the Branches HB podcast. For more information on Branches, you can visit our website at brancheshb.com or stay up to date with us on Instagram at brancheshb. As always, we'd love to have you at one of our Sunday gatherings. So come visit us at 8.30 a.m., 10.30 a.m. Locations are available on our website. Thanks again, and we'll see you next time.